from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is 11 a.m. here on the East Coast from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. You are watching Live from America with your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot for singing songs like Build the Wall, Build the Wall, 10 feet, 20 feet, 100 feet tall, or how about Drain the Swamp? And lock them up, James Comey and Peter Strzok, and even my newest song, Rebirth of America. It's been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. So, check out those songs anywhere you'd like, and you can download them, stream them, listen to them for free, whatever. Thank you so very much for joining in with me for your first hour of the day we got people watching on social media youtube the website people listening on the podcast and for all those who watch the show later i wish you could join us live but please like and share the video and if you're watching live we're going to give you some live shout outs on youtube right now amanda collins good morning to you from the beautiful sunshine state of florida elaine selberg from idaho Judy Talbot. She said Hoosiers in the house. I would assume that's Indiana. Diana Amloyan. She says from Cali. Natalie Toombs from Virginia watching. We've got um, Ara Barum from California. Abby Voss says love hearing his voice. I assume that you're talking about President Trump from the beginning opening of the show. Anita Brown watching from Pennsylvania. Juan Trevino watching from Texas. Laura Jones watching from Vermont. My neighbor right uh, right to the east of me. No, to the west of me. Sorry. <laughs> um, eh, you know, you get it. Um, Daryl Watts watching. How you doing? Good to have you here, man. He says, uh, having to go to a funeral for a fellow vet. Well, you know what? It's never good when somebody passes from this earth, especially somebody who gave... Uh, uh, gave everything to protect this country. And I, I'd like to uh, offer you my prayers for, uh, for him, for his family. Uh, I'm assuming it's a him and, uh, and, and, you know, all the pain that they're going to be going through. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, lean on God during these times. Let's give a few more shout outs to Christy McLaughlin from Alabama. We got Maurice Delk from my home state of Illinois in Chicago. How you doing Maurice, man? It's been a long time. I miss you. I hope you're doing well, brother. Reach out to me. Let's have a chat. And uh, let's see, I want to give some special shout outs because I got some beautiful stuff in the mail again. I still have three packages that I haven't opened, but I did get some beautiful stuff in the mail and I kind of want to show you what I got. Number one, Check out these awesome Live from America postcards that were sent to me. There's four different styles here. Really awesome. They come from Donna Jones from, let's see, we'll flip this one around. Donna Jones from Skullbone Print Services. And where is it from? Bradford, Tennessee. So if you're in Tennessee and you want some printing done, go to Skullbone Print Services. And thank you, Donna. I do want to read what Donna wrote for me, too. She says, I love your broadcast. I pray for you daily in my prayers. I'm so thankful that I just happened to find your broadcast one day and stopped to listen. I am now a devoted listener twice a day. Also, because of your show, I am much more involved in what's going on in the world around me. 
She says, I refuse to ever, with capital letters, live with my head in the sand again and not be involved. If we do, if we do not get involved, no one will do it for us. Thank you for all you do. God bless you, your family, and live from America. Hope you like the postcards. Well, you know what? I do love the postcards, and I want to thank you, Donna, so, so very much. I also got sent a bunch of one, the one-year Chronicle Bibles. Check this out that we'll be giving away here on the show every Friday, but I don't know who sent them because there was no return address on them. It just came from where they ordered them from. So if you were the one who sent me that, please let me know uh, via like Telegram or, or email me and let me know who it was. I also want to show you a couple other things here. Check out this MAGA coffee. This is great. MAGA blend and 45 blend. These coffees that were sent to me. And uh, I actually was speaking of this girl yesterday, so it's ironic. But she is the uh, the the viewer who happens to be agnostic, okay? And the one who was listening to me uh, at dinner with a guy who was like, I can't believe you're listening to that, right? And uh, so she sent me one and she said, it's your old agnostic single mom here in Cincinnati. I grew up in Henderson County, Illinois. I feel your small town vibe. I grew up a Lutheran only knowing the Lord's Prayer um, to something, my communion, uh, as an adult, after watching you for months, I finally started reciting it again. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just a blessing from God? It does have meaning. She says, anyway, I wanted to send you a token of my appreciation. Your show is so fun. Your enthusiasm, uh, your enthusiasm makes my day twice. Uh, I know you love your coffee and your coffee cup, so please accept a small donation. Uh, thank you very much for the donation as well uh, and for the growth of your studio. What an amazing wife, uh, the best for me, and thank or wish your amazing wife the best for me and thank her for sharing you with all of us twice a day. Keep on slurping and check out the coffee cup. I don't know if you can read it, but it says, Joe, you know I won. It's just a, it's a, it's a uh, fake copy of what we, we hope that actually President Trump would have left for for uh, resident corn pop. So thank you so much. And uh, I, I got to say that this, this show is so amazing. It's so amazing for things like that. But let's get right to the verse of the day. Uh, we got to give our honor, our love, and our attention to the Lord. Before we start each day, this is Holy Week for so many people. This is a Holy Week for Jews. This is a Holy Week for Christians. It's just an amazing week. And we're all working together and we are united in the gospel. Verse of the day today, John 19:30. It says when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said it is finished. Those three words on the cross, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. And I wrote this this morning in my newsletter, which you should sign up for. It's on the front page of my website, jeremyharrell.com. Scroll to the bottom and you'll get there. I said, "Do you understand the legal implications of that statement?" You and I broke God's laws. Jesus paid that fine. That is what happened on that cross. And I got that saying from Ray Comfort, okay? <clears throat> if you are in court with a stack of fines that you have to pay or do jail time, and someone steps in to pay those fines for you, the judge can legally accept the payment and let you go because someone else paid the fines. That's the legal implication, right? It's the same with God. He's the ultimate judge. Okay, the judges we have here are just, you know, earthly, fleshly judges. He's the ultimate judge. Okay, so it's the same with him. You and I owed multiple fines. Jesus stepped in and paid those fines in his life's 
blood. When God looks at you now, he doesn't see sin. He sees perfect righteousness of Jesus if you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior. And then I went on to say, I don't know about you, but just reading the words of how Christ suffered and was tortured as a human being, as a sinless man, makes me want to cry. Every time I watch something like that on TV, if I get to that part, I cry uncontrollably. And why? Because the thought of someone suffering that much pain for me, from little old me, is too much for me to handle. I feel that nobody should love me that much in order to do that for me. I think back on all the bad that I have done, and I feel guilty that Jesus did that for me. I want to hug him. I want to tell him how much I love him. And that is why I talk to him multiple times a day and still feel like I fall short, to be honest with you. But just remember, he did it for you. God sacrificed his only son for you. Every person who's watching the show right now, 2,000 people are watching on YouTube alone. He did it for you. That is how much God loves you. Unconditional love. So much that his son suffered just so you and God could be made right again. And then I said, how incredible is that? How incredible are you for someone to love you that much? Remember that as you start your day today. Right? Every single one of you. Let's do the Lord's Prayer and then we'll get right to it. If you can, please say it out loud from your lips to his ears or say it inside so the Spirit can hear it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to it because Live from America can't hold off any longer. Welcome to the 82nd day of military occupation in our nation's capital, which is completely unconstitutional. And also welcome to day 378 of 15 days to slow the spread. Okay, let's get right to it. First and foremost, I'm going to give my Smarty Award right away. The first and foremost section, yesterday got a dumb, dumb award. Well, today we're going to start by giving a Smarty. And who does this Smarty go to? Not for everything they do, but because they cave to the pressure that we put on them yesterday and that thousands of other independent media outlets did. No mainstream media outlets did, but thousands of Christians, thousands of, uh, of evangelists, thousands of Christ-believing people reached out to Nike and said, you better do something about this. Now, remember, yesterday I told you this was not Nike who put this shoe out as everybody was saying this was a company called mischief who does customized shoes of brands that already exist but i said if nike doesn't come out and get ahead of this and put and sue these guys and force them to stop th then nike's going to be just as guilty nike did that just yesterday we're going to give them a smarty award of the day today because that was the right thing to do and i don't care who you are if you do the right thing you deserve to have a little bit of a spotlight especially when you're in such a negative spotlight that nike's in does it atone for nike's sins nope does it make up for everything nike's done to you to me to sweatshop children over in china nope but yesterday that was the right thing to do 
So I applaud somebody for doing the right thing. And that was the right thing to do because so many people were offended by what went on. So many people were offended by this young man who clearly, clearly needs God, needs Jesus so badly to make videos and make disgusting footage like he did and glorifying uh, hell, glorifying walking with Satan and glorifying the devil. Okay, so big shout out to those at Nike who decided to step up. Craig Moore says, shout me out. Shout me out from Lima, Ohio. There you go, brother. I've been to Lima, actually, believe it or not. I stayed there last year. Um, so way to go, Nike. And uh, just like uh, Becky Adams says here, who's watching, we're keeping an eye on you. Uh, Jennifer, you are right. The shoes did have red ink in them with a drop of human blood. Whose blood is in them? Exactly my point. How disgusting was that story? Okay, now we're going to move on. We got about 2,300 people watching on YouTube alone. So we probably got an audience of 3,000 or more that are listening or watching somewhere right now. I appreciate you guys joining in. If you could do me a favor, if you are on YouTube, just click the little thumbs up button. And if you can, share it to some friends because they're going to want to see what I'm about to show you if you haven't already seen it. I posted it on Telegram last night and I'm sure it made its rounds on Facebook and Twitter because of the implications that were made. But I'm going to show you a video yes that I saw yesterday from Mike Lindell. Now, when I heard this, my ears went whoop, okay? And after I play you this video, we're gonna break down what he said and what it could mean, okay? So, yesterday on Steve Bannon's War Room, on RAV TV, which is a real Real America's Voice TV, which is one of the only stations I watch, Mike Lindell went on there, and he said, well, you know what, I'll just play the video. How about I just play the video for you? Ready? Here we go. Mike Lindell on Steve Bannon's War Room yesterday. What I'm talking about, Steve, is what I have been doing since January 9th. All the evidence I have, everything is going to go before the Supreme Court and the election of 2020 is going bye-bye. It was an attack by other country communism coming in. I don't know what they're going to do with what after they pull it down, but it's getting ha, ha, but hang, hang, on, on, hang on a second. Hold hang, on. Hang, Donald hang, Trump will go, be go back ahead. in office in August. Okay, hold on. Now, I'm going to play that one more time. Steve Bannon always cuts people off like that, but I want you to hear what he says. Listen closely one more time. I'm talking about Steve is what I have been doing since January 9th. All the evidence I have, everything is going to go before the Supreme Court, and the election of 2020 is going bye-bye. It was an attack by other country communism coming in. I don't know what they're going to do with what after they pull it down, but it's getting down. Hang on a second. Donald Trump will be back in office in August. All right, there we go. Donald Trump will be back in August in, in office by August. Okay, let's break this down. First of all, let's break it down from the from the standpoint that what he said. Let's say he's right. Let's say that all the evidence that he's got points so heavily that Donald Trump won the election. He knows it, okay? That he's going to put it in front of the Supreme Court. Well, the first problem that we have there is the Supreme Court. You know it, I know it. That's our first problem. The Supreme Court. We cannot rely on them. We have found out definitely over the last three months that we cannot rely on them for anything and especially as it pertains to the election of 2020 however let's we're going to look at it from from two or three different point of views here okay 
if he, what he has is so damning that unless the Supreme Court actually does rule on it and negate what happened in November of 2020, and if it's so bad that if they don't, it might be the end of the country for good. Then, okay, I'm about it. But I want it. But you know what? Don't make the state. Don't, in my opinion, I could be wrong. In my opinion, don't make the same mistake that, that Sidney Powell made. Okay? Trusting so much that the court system will follow the Constitution to hear the strong evidence that you had that would, that you have that would support overturning the, the election. Now, my birthday's in August, August 16th. I'm all about that. What a great birthday present that would be. But when he says the election of 2020 goes bye-bye uh, and President Trump will be in office, ba back in office in August. Okay, so we broke it down from the point of view of Supreme Court's probably not going to hear it, but if this is so damning, then the, it, it forces them to, then I'm all about it. Pay-per-view. I'll, I'll pay to watch that. Okay? That's number one. Let's look at it from another point of view. If what he's saying is right to, to, to basically play off of what I just said, then that means that President Trump knows all about this. President Trump is so far ahead of this that he knows exactly what's about ready to come out. He knows exactly what happened, and it had to come out this way rather than another way. Of course, if he knew about this, right, and he knew about all of this, uh, these other countries, what, like what Mike Lindell just said, then why didn't he bring forward the executive action of 2018? Those are questions that we have. Now let's look at it from the other point of view. Let's say that none of it's true. Let's say that he doesn't have the damning evidence that he says he has, and that there's no possible way, based on the fact that he doesn't have what he says he has, that the Supreme Court would ever hear it. Well, why would he do that? The man is obviously not a crock. He's obviously not a stupid man. He's a very smart man. Okay, I have lived a life kind of like his. I came from a lot of bad and, 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 and found God, and, and now I'm trying to walk as best I can with Jesus. The man is not a liar. If it's one thing that Michael Lindell is not, it is a liar. So why would he destroy his business, lose $65 million in one year alone to go and do this? Why would he do it? Why would he be continuing to push and push and push and push, knowing that his social media and the mainstream media are going to shut him down, label him as what he as a, as a as a as a kook, and then he lose all of his business and destroy that many people's jobs? Think about how many people work at his facilities. Think about how many families benefit from MyPillow.com. Okay, so regardless of where this goes. It's interesting. I'm all about it. Mike Lindell is a warrior for God. He's a warrior for you. He's a warrior for Trump. And he's a warrior for the constitution of this great red, white, and blue country that we live in called America. And I would do anything that that man ever reached out to me and asked me to do. Okay? So, we're looking at it from three different point of views there. One, if he's right, then he has to has, have evidence so damning that the Supreme Court can't just go, eh, like they've been doing. If he's also right, and that's the case, President Trump knows about it, all right, and who knows what's going on behind the, behind the scenes. Either way, I will continue to do what I do every day. We'll keep an eye on this, and my, uh, my prayers, my heart, my, my everything goes out to Mike Lindell for what he's doing because there's very few people in this country with money, with power, and with influence who are actually standing up and doing anything about it. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen and maybe a share on that one?
All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I want to talk quickly. Not very much. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But the AZCCPV, I'm going to abbreviate them from now on. So there's three different uh, remedies. You have a Moderna, and you have a Pfizer, and you have another one called AZ. Well, the AZCCPV has now been suspended by Berlin and Munich, also suspended by Canada. Suspended in Berlin and Munich for anybody under the age of 60 and suspended in Canada for anybody under the age of 55. Why? Because Canada and, I mean, Berlin and Munich says that there are 31 suspected cases of brain thrombosis and there are nine people dead. That's where I'm going to leave that story. You can you can be the judge. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because we all know what happens when you start talking about that. All right, we're going to move on again. Fox News showed a comparison image last night on national television, and it showed one side um, the flu in 2019 and one side the flu, the regular flu, in 2020 for the cases, okay? In 2019 which was before the CCPV came, all right, there was 38 million cases of the flu. Let me say that one more time. 38 million. That is more people than live in the country of Canada that had the flu. In 2020, there was only 1,822. You go from 30 million to 1,822, that is statistically impossible. That is impossible for anything on this planet to have a drop of that much. Again, I won't spend too much time talking about this one, but I'll let you be the judge on that because apparently the CCPV is so strong and so powerful that it even knocks out other flus so it can reign supreme. The supreme virus of all. CCPV. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Uh, we just talked about the Supreme Court. So let's continue talking about the Supreme Court and how they dropped the ball. Because they dropped the ball once again. Do you remember when I was talking to you about all of the lawsuits that Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton were actually bringing on politicians and on organizations and they were flooding the Supreme Court with these lawsuits and appeal courts, circuit courts and stuff like that. Well, one of those cases was Tom Fitton and the Judicial Watch's lawsuit to uh, basically release uh, and require the testimony of Hillary Clinton as it, as it pertains to her 33,000 emails. Well, the Supreme Court dropped the ball once again, as yesterday they rejected Judicial Watch's lawsuit to uphold a lower court's ruling requiring Hillary Clinton's email testimony. Glad bag, crooked Hillary gets away with it once again, because the lower court actually put out a ruling requiring that glad bag Hillary um, you know, we required the release of that testimony and probably testify again, to be honest with you. But that was now uh, rejected by the, by the Supreme Court and they don't want anything to do with it. Again, when it comes to politics in this country, the Supreme Court is either bought and paid for, they're bribed, or they just truly want nothing to do with politics in America. 
even though they're the ones that should be drugged through Supreme Court every single day. Okay. Um, First question, though, of the day. To slurp or not to slurp? That's the question. To slurp or not to slurp? Let me know in the comments. Do you slurp or do you not slurp? And do you hate when I slurp? By the way, the way the reason I do it isn't because of like I do it to annoy anybody. I actually do it because I have super sensitive gums and teeth, and it's the only way to gauge the temperature of the coffee when it's going in, so I don't rip the inside of my mouth up with. <laughs> but to slurp or not to slurp? <laughs> okay, um, ladies and gentlemen, I was gonna throw eight separate dum dums. I have decided against throwing eight separate dum-dums, but I might just end up after the show filling the bucket with the eight separate dum-dums. Why? Well, I'm about to read to you who are the eight dum-dum rhinos. I love filling up the rhino bucket, to be honest with you, because we barely do it. But I wish wish there was more uh, news to talk about, because I know there's a bunch going on behind the scenes with these rhinos. We're going to talk about the eight rhinos who actually voted with the Swamp Donkeys, to change and restrict your Second Amendment rights. So, eight rhinos. Here you go. I'll play that one more time. Let's see. The eight rhinos who voted with Democrats are uh, the following. So if you live in these areas, please let them know what you think about this. Write them, email them, call them. You can easily Google their names, get their numbers, and leave a message on their machine if you have to. Here we go. The eight rhinos who voted with the Swamp Donkeys to restrict your Second Amendment rights. Vern Buchanan from the Sunshine State of Florida. Maria Salazar from the Sunshine State of Florida. Carlos Jimenez from Florida. Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania. Andrew Gar- Garbini- Garbarino from New York. Again, that's Andrew Garbarino from New York. Chris Smith of New Jersey. Fred Upton of Michigan. And of course, of course, everyone's favorite rhino from Illinois, Adam Kinzinger. Those eight dirtbag rhinos deserve your call as your representative to let them know how you feel about them voting with the Swamp Donkeys to change and restrict further your Second Amendment rights that were given to you by God, by the way, not government. By God. Not government. Wrong G. Figure it out. Adam Kinzinger is about to lose heavily, though, to Catalina Lauf, who is backed by President Trump. So I can't wait until I see a rally go on in Illinois with Catalina Lauf and with President Trump bashing Adam Kinzinger, who r- reminds me of just like Eric Fartwell 2.0. That's who he reminds me of. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to lie. Those two look like two sides of the same coins. You know what I mean? They should get an apartment together and, and uh, uh, you know, hold each other's head under the blanket and fart and smell it because that's what Eric Fartwell is good at doing. You know, being in bed with somebody he shouldn't be and farting. Get it? Yeah, Eric Fartwell. Anyway, those are your eight Republicans, rhinos. Let them know how you feel. Um, Donald J. Trump came out with some tough, tough statements regarding uh, the documentary that CNN is putting out with uh, Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci and, 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 and um, 
the, oh, the ex-CDC director, they're trying to do anything they can to paint Donald Trump as the, the bad guy and to paint them as the ones that saved the world, saved the country, okay? So I'm going to read to you Donald Trump's statements on Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci, just in case you haven't heard them yet. Okay, this came out yesterday. Based on their interviews, I felt it was time to speak up about Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, two self-promoters trying to reinvent history to cover for their bad instincts and faulty recommendations, which I fortunately almost always overturned. They had bad policy decisions. They would have left our country open to China and others, closed to reopening our economy, and years away from an approved vaccine, putting millions of lives at risk. We developed American vaccines by an American president in record time, nine months, which is saving the entire world. We bought millions, or excuse me, we bought billions of dollars of these vaccines on a calculated bet that they would work. Perhaps the most important bet in the history of the world, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks moved far too slowly. And if it were up to them, we'd currently be locked in our basements as our country suffered through a financial depression. Families and children in particular would be suffering the mental strains of this disaster like never before. In a fake interview last night with on CNN, Dr. Fauci, who said he was an athlete in college but couldn't throw a baseball even close to home plate. <laughs> oh, Trump. Oh, he's, he is epic. Okay, sorry. Couldn't even throw a baseball even close to home plate. It, it was a roller. Tried to take credit for the vaccine. When in fact, he said it would take three to five years and probably longer to have it approved. Dr. Fauci was incapable of pressing the FDA to move it through faster. I was the one that got it done. Way to go, President Trump. You're a boss. He says, I'm the one who got it done. And even the fake news media knows and reports this. Dr. Fauci is also the king of flip-flops and moving the goalposts to make himself look as good as possible. He fought me so hard because he wanted to keep our country open to, to countries like China. I closed it against his strong recommendations. Remember, the Wuhan lab is the house that Fauci built. Remember that. Okay, which saved many lives. Dr. Fauci also said we didn't have to wear a mask. Then a few months later, he said we needed to wear a mask. And now two or three, two or three of them. <laughs> Fauci spent U.S. money on the Wuhan lab in China. There you go. There you go. That validates what I said yesterday. And we now know that uh, how that worked out. Dr. Burks is a proven liar with little credibility left. Many of her recommendations were viewed as pseudoscience, and Dr. Fauci would always talk negatively about her and in fact would not ask or would ask not to be in the same room with her. Okay, this is this is Burks and Fauci. The states who followed her lead, like California, had worse outcomes on COVID and ruined the lives of countless children because they couldn't go to school, ruined many businesses, and an untold number of Americans were killed by the lockdown themselves. Dr. Burtz was a terrible medical advisor, which is why I seldom followed her advice. Her motto should be, do as I say, not as I do. Who can forget when Dr. Burks gave a huge mandate to the people of our nation not to travel and then traveled a great distance to see her family for Thanksgiving, only to have them call the police and turn her in? <laughs> what, a, what a mess. She then, embarrass, she then embarrassingly for her resigned. 
Finally, Dr. Burke says she can't hear very well, but I can. There was no very difficult phone call other than Dr. Burke's policies that would have led us directly into a COVID-caused depression. She was a very negative voice who didn't have the right answers. Time has proven me correct. I only kept Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke's on because they worked for the U.S. government for so long. They are like a bad habit. That's what President Trump came out with yesterday, dogging them. Because they wanted to come out and go against him. You guys got to remember, President Trump is a counterpuncher. He always has been, and he always will be. You hit him, he's going to hit you back with a haymaker so much harder that you're not even going to see it coming, and then it's going to knock you on your butt. That's what's really going to happen. And Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci bit off a little bit more than they could chew with that Communist News Network interview that they gave to try to be the, some hero of a documentary when the whole world just remembers what happened. It's not like it happened back in 1980-something when you, both of you first came on because of the AIDS pandemic, which you got completely wrong, by the way, and really set up the bullying culture for gay people. Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci actually set up hate crimes. They set the world and they socially engineered the world to hate gay people because of AIDS. If you don't believe me, go back and roll the tape. Watch how they completely messed that virus up and actually created an environment where gay people were killed because of hate crimes, because of AIDS. So don't sit here like you're all high and mighty sitting on your pedestal, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, when the two of you don't know your... You know what from your elbow. Doctors. Anyway, uh, President Trump also came out with another statement yesterday where uh, it says President Donald J. Trump and Miss Melania Trump are pleased to announce the launch of 45office.com. That's 45, the letter, I mean the number, 45. Office.com. The official website of the 45th President of the United States will allow individuals to submit correspondence, scheduling requests, and press inquiries for President and Mrs. Trump. For President and Mrs. Trump. Good news, right? All the way around. President Trump's hitting back. He's counterpunching. He's doing more uh, interviews. He's doing more TV appearances. He's going to go to the border at the request of ICE and the Border Patrol. Okay? Whose trust? Whose trust does he have? He has the trust of the American people. He has the trust of Border Patrol. He has the trust of ICE. And he has the trust of our military men and women. Not the top brass people. Because the top brass of every division in this country needs to be wiped out. And not wiped out in, in, in the form of any kind of threats. I mean, needs to be fired, removed, or elected out of office. Okay? Uh, going back to the CCPV real quick, I do want to let you know that there has been an outbreak, a CCPV outbreak in a nursing home in Lincolnshire, UK. But the funny thing about Lincolnshire, UK nursing home is every resident and every staff member there has been inoculated. Completely. But yet, the outbreak happened anyway. Just saying. I'm just saying. Be mad at me all you want. But I'm just saying. Anyway, we're going to give another dumb, dumb award right now to Juan Williams. Fox News. I don't know why they continue to keep this guy. I don't know why they continue to have this guy on their shows, on their broadcast. The guy is a complete dumb, dumb seriously, I could give Juan Williams the Big Dumb Dumb Award one time and it would be sufficient and it would be justified. Juan Williams is probably the biggest dumb dumb on Fox News. However, however, I'm sure he's a nice guy, 
But when it comes to talking about politics and co- talking about common sense and, and you know, suggestions on how to fix things, the guy is just a complete dum-dum. So he's going to get the dum-dum award today. <laughs> Throw that right into the swamp donkey bucket. Because he said, remember yesterday when I told you about the two teenage girls who uh, got felony murder charges because of the guy that they tried to hide uh, carjack in the Uber Eats car, and he was an Egyptian man, 60-something years old, and they had a taser gun, he ended up dying? Well, Juan Williams actually came out last night. What a dumb dumb! And he said that the girls charged with felony murder in the death of the Uber Eats dri- uh, driver who was 60 plus years old, they shouldn't have got the felony charges because they were just looking for a joyride. Well, they were just looking for a joyride, Judge. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Who cares? They were just looking for a joyride. They're teenagers. What? Who, the, you can't charge him with murder. Well, actually, Juan, you can. Because back when I grew up, there was a little thing called accountability. And you want to know what I taught my kids at three years old, four years old, what they could recite right back to me? They could recite that consequences have actions. And there are actions for your consequences. My kids could recite that when they were three years old. Because I wanted them to know that when you do something, there's always a cause and effect. You cause something, there is an effect. Remember, it takes 10 minutes to dig a hole that it can take 10 years to dig out of. But this right here, this right here is validating this kind of behavior. Juan Williams is in this new social culture where it's okay to do everything wrong as long as you are not a middle-aged white male or a white male, period. Other than that, you can do anything you want and there are no actions for your um, for your bad, bad decision-making. But guess what there is? And these girls are charged with felony murder, Juan. And you are a dum-dum for saying they shouldn't be charged with it because they were just looking for a joyride. Sounds really fun, huh, Juan? Joyride, when somebody dies, huh? Trying to work, huh? As if this year wasn't hard enough for people like Uber drivers and stuff like that. What a dum-dum. What a dum-dum. Can we get, you know what, let's just keep giving dum-dum awards. Let's give another one right now. Going in the rhino bucket. Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Oh, former governor of Indiana. Former vice president to Donald Trump. And current dum-dum, Mike Pence, actually is paving the way for a 2024 presidential run. And my question is, why? I posted this on Telegram this morning. Why? With about 5 billion question marks. You have zero political credibility. You have zero political capital. Nobody except for maybe Karl Rove and his whiteboard actually care about you. You, Karl Rove, and Adam Kinzinger rowing down the, rowing down the river in, 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 a, in, a, in a canoe together. Nobody cares about I don't understand why you would even think about considering run, uh, a run for the 2024 presidency. Unless you're, unless you're thinking about becoming a Democrat. That is the only people who would vote for you. Okay? You, I didn't, I was going to play the video. I was going to play the video of when he decided which slate of electors to accept and which slate of electors to deny. But you know what? I didn't want to give that man any more credit than even showing his face on the, on the, on the broadcast. That's how sick I am of that man. Because I was one of them who went to bat for that man. I was one of them who went to bat for his Christianity and his moral compass on the right thing to do. And he kicked me in the gut. He stabbed me in the back and he made me look foolish and he made me feel foolish. So I have a, I have a personal vendetta against this man. 
If I seen him in the streets, I would not shake his hand and I would immediately tell him how much of a personal vendetta I have against him and why. And I'm validated to do so. I mean, excuse me, justified to do so. And, it, and, and, and uh, I think that most of you, most of you feel the same way. The guy is, I don't know what he's trying to do, but I hope you do run Mike Pence. I hope you do. I hope you are one of those candidates that President Trump has to steamroll through in order to save America again. I hope you're one in the way this time. I hope you are a Ted Cruz of 2016. I hope you are a Jeb Bush of 2016. I hope you are a, uh, I don't even know who else ran. I can't wait to watch that happen. Because that's the ultimate, ultimate comeback right there. Is to come back, save America again, and steamroll over you in the process. All right. Yesterday I told you a very, very, very terrible story about a couple who is a foster, uh, foster parents in the state of Washington who have a contract with the state. And for the last seven years they've been foster parents and they fostered over 20 children. And I told you that they currently have four children and one of them had to be taken to the hospital because of the anxiety and the panic attacks that are, are direct result of telling them that they have to leave their home in 30 days. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you something even more alarming, or at least right up there, you know, on par with that one. The San Diego Convention Center is going to be filled, and it's already being filled with illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, illegal people on this land. The San Diego Convention Center is going to be packed full with kids who have COVID, tuberculosis, and every other thing in the world. Right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very uh, happy to know that teachers now in that county, will be sent to the San Diego Convention Center to provide, you ready for it, in-person learning for illegal aliens while schools in that same county remain closed for in-person learning. How does that one grab you? How does that make you feel deep down inside? And if you live in that county, where the San Diego Convention Center is, I'd be calling my state representatives, I'd be calling my school board members, I'd be calling the school itself, I'd be calling the county commissioner, and I would be rip, rip mad. And I would say, I am not going to stand for this, and if I have to, I'll get a thousand people to come down there and tell you how we're not going to stand for this. Are you seriously? The teachers' unions have fought not to get our kids back in school, but yet they have no problem releasing some teachers to go to the convention center to teach illegal immigrants in-person learning, but not our own children right here in America? Does it get any more upside down than that? Of course, that's California for you, so what do you know? protest, protest. But here's the thing. I can call a protest and, you know, maybe a hundred people would show up. It needs to be the GOP. It needs to be Kevin McCarthy and the leaders of the GOP, like the ones that went down to the border. It needs to be them that calls for this. That's what it, that's what it needs to be. It needs to be big heavy hitters calling for this and we can't always rely on President Trump. So where is the California GOP? Where are they? Absolutely spineless, spineless, spineless people. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to I want to um I want to say some things here to you. And then you tell me who I'm talking about at the end, okay? Are you ready for this? Remember, he won 18 
of 19 bellwether counties. He gained 12 million new voters, more than any other president in history, and he did it in just four years. He won Florida, Ohio, and Iowa easily. He had an 800,000 vote lead. That's almost 1 million, folks. He had an 800,000 vote lead in Pennsylvania at 11 p.m. on election night. He had a double-digit lead in Michigan at 11 p.m. on election night. So when you have a million vote lead or a double digit lead that late, not, it, you cannot lose. In, in the history of politics, you don't lose. Who am I talking about? Let's keep going. D.C. is under military occupation. And you ask yourself why? Well, when you just go through what I just said, 18 of 19 bellwether counties, 12 million new votes, more than any other president in history in just four years, 12 million new voters in just four years, one Florida, Ohio, and Iowa easily, had an 800,000 vote lead in Pennsylvania at at 11 o'clock, had a double-digit lead in Michigan at 11 o'clock. D.C. is under military occupation, and you want to know why? It's to protect the coup. That's why. The receipts don't point to anything other than that. There is no piece of evidence, there is no piece of classified information that has ever been proven or given to the GOP or any of the American people to prove what I just said wrong. The only reason for the 82nd day of military occupation on our soil in our nation's capital and uh, surrounding buildings that we pay for And salaries that we pay them to impose on us, this kind of stuff, is to protect a coup. And it's the only possible explanation for it all. But, you ready for the good news? The good news is, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. That's the good news. The best is always Always yet to come. And with somebody like President Trump at the helm, you just wait and see what happens over the next 15 months to to three years. This country is going to come back bigger, stronger, and better than ever. And I truly, truly believe that. So, since the best is yet to come, remember, stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. There are right ways Wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. And I am so, so incredibly happy to be a part of all of this with you. And I can't wait to see what happens over the coming weeks and the coming months. Remember, go to JeremyHerald.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Sign up for the newsletter. Everything you buy on the store, uh, a percentage at the end of every month goes to a family farm that we're going to announce tomorrow for the March, uh, for the March donation, which I'm excited about. And together, guys, with your subscriptions, your monthly donations, we're growing. And we will be on Roku, and we will be on Fire Stick by the end of this month. And I'm so excited to to break to to digital TV where we don't got to worry about all these algorithm censorships that are built in. And that's all because of you. And I want to thank you so very much. So, slurp, slurp. Or not to slurp. Either way, gotta love your coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, and I appreciate everything you've always done. 
Have a very blessed day and look for somebody to help today. Look for somebody to love. Look for somebody to show kindness and compassion to. All right? Have a wonderful day, ladies and gentlemen. See you later.